0: So words are funny. Sometimes words sound similar, but have different meanings. For example, I was driving the other day and I saw a license plate that said Philly chick, and it made me laugh, because it was spelled with an F. But my suspicion, after viewing the driver, was that she was actually saying she is a female from Philadelphia. I could be completely wrong, but the assumption I made based on just the passing glance on the highway, was that she didn't appear to be an equine enthusiast. But that's the thing about words. Sometimes they're very specific. And sometimes they are quite ambiguous. This is why Latin is still the official language of the Catholic Church. Because the words in Latin have much more specificity than any other language commonly spoken today in any country. And this is also the nature of vanity plates throughout Virginia. Sometimes they are spelled creatively just to get the meaning across. The license plate said one thing, but I suspect that it meant another. But words in general, every single word has a very specific meaning behind it. Each word conveys a distinct and special thought. In my everyday speech, but most especially in my homilies, I try and be very cognizant of the words I choose, knowing that each one has power, because words absolutely have power. You know this if you have ever said something to a loved one that you regret afterward. The words you spoke, no matter how much you apologize for them, can never be unsaid. The damage may be forgiven, But it's never undone. So, knowing that words have power, and each has a specific meaning behind it, and that I specifically choose the words that I speak in my homilies, listen to my next words very carefully. I don't mind if you die from coronavirus. I honestly don't. And now, for those of you still listening, who haven't turned me off in disgust, let me explain. I don't mind if you die from coronavirus, or cancer, or choking, or a car accident, or cholera, or a cat attack, or cliff diving, or simply catching on fire. I never said that I wouldn't be sad and mourn the loss the world sustains from you no longer being in it. But the reality exists that we all die. To quote one of my favorite movies of all time, Gladiator, quote, ultimately, we're all dead men. Sadly, we cannot choose how we die, but we can decide how we meet that end in order that we are remembered as men. Meaning, the way in which our death comes, comes about is really inco- inconsequential. Whether it's disease, accident, or old age, The actual passing through death matters little in the life of a Catholic. We don't know how or when we are going to die, but like the quote from Gladiator said, we can choose how we meet that end so that we are remembered not as men, but as faithful Catholics. The words that I started off this paragraph with initially were very divisive. They were cutting. They were somewhat offensive, and I clearly understand this, and that is the other nature of words. They can be very divisive, but they also have the power to bring peace and to unify. Yesterday, in the Gospel for the Mass readings, we heard about the division among the people, some of whom said they had proof that Jesus was the Christ. Others... Who said that they had proof that he couldn't be the Christ. And yet in the gospel passage selected for yesterday's Mass, Jesus has no lines whatsoever. He utters not a word. Without the words of Christ there is division and disunity. Today in the gospel, Jesus speaks. And what happens when he speaks? Grief is cured. Faith is restored, and death is canceled and brought back to life. Death is conquered by a mere word from the Savior's mouth. To be honest, though, this is nothing for the Savior. God the Father created the entire universe by speaking it into existence. His words are creative, and when he speaks, things happen. This is one of the most beautiful attributes of God that we share in and reveals that we are indeed made in His image and likeness. When we speak, our words create things as well. You may say that our words don't create universes, and with that I would very much disagree. Think about the Marvel Universe movie franchise. Every single one of those stories started with an idea that was talked about and those words created the worlds which we enjoy watching on the big screen or at home. The words of Jesus in today's gospel create life in the corpse of Lazarus. He preserves the life of Lazarus. Recently, there's been such a push from the left and the right that we need to curb the spread of the coronavirus because we have to protect life and make sure that those people who get it have a fair chance at continuing their lives. How beautiful that is, that people finally see the value in human life, and they are willing to do everything we can to sustain and continue it. And as soon as this is all over, when life begins to normalize, I wonder if we will all still care about life being sustained once it has begun. or if we will just go back to killing three-quarters of a million children in the womb each year, or if we still have bills trying to legislate the right to euthanize the elderly or the disabled. Apparently, we love playing God when it's our choice, but when a virus, something mutated from nature, tries to take away our elderly or sick, we're offended by that. We want to be in control of our own humanity. We want to be in control of life, and we want to be in control of death. We, like the disciples who didn't understand the words of Jesus, or Martha who wants to tell Jesus that what he wants isn't possible, we try and tell God how things should be, and we all have a different idea of what that looks like. We are as divisive as the crowd was yesterday from the gospel, But the words of Jesus bring unity. Imagine, if you will, there was one word, one perfect word that could be spoken once for all time. And that perfect word would heal everything, even death. Because the reality is that that one perfect word spoken by God the Father is Jesus Christ. In him is contained everything that the Father would ever have to say to us. Jesus is the complete divine revelation, and he is known as the Word. In the beginning the Word in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. From the beginning of our faith, another name for Jesus has been the Logos, which is Greek for the Word which is why we place so much emphasis on Holy Scripture, because that is a presence of Jesus. It is the living Word of God, or the living Jesus Christ, present among us. From Genesis to Revelation, these words we read and meditate on is a presence of Jesus. It's not his full presence, for that alone is reserved for the Eucharist. But the Word of God is living and true. And the words that Jesus speaks in the gospel today are living and true. They bring new life, in Lazarus and in us. I started talking about how it really doesn't matter how we die, because in reality, death is not something we should fear. Even Christ says, do not be afraid of those who can kill the body, but be afraid of those who can kill the soul. So who is that that can kill the soul? It is only us. We are the only ones able to kill our soul through our own sin. In the Gospel, Jesus proves that he is the Lord over life and death. He brings back Lazarus from the dead, and then later he gives up his own life to death, only to be resurrected again. Death is not the worst thing that we can experience. Eternal life separated from God is, and it is the absolute worst thing imaginable. So how do we prevent this? We listen to the words of the gospel that kicked off Lent, the words of Jesus when he says, repent and believe in the gospel. Brothers and sisters, the words that we speak are powerful. In this time, when we are around our family members way more than usual, it's easy for us to treat them poorly or use harsh words. Or, we can use this time to use our words to strengthen our relationships with them, to bring consolation during a time of fear, to bring peace during a time of anxiety. During this time, know that I am praying for all of you and your safety but I really challenge you this week to act as the Savior does in today's gospel. Use your words to bring life. Bring life to old friendships. Use your words to bring life to your family members. Use your words to bring about the kingdom of God here on earth. Your words are powerful, creative, and wonderful, but only if you use them to be so.